we hop in our spaceship and we peace out. So we go. But we put in the wrong numbers. (laughs) (laughs) You should have gone to space school. I thought, I figured that we knew what we were doing. Okay. So. Because you're 18 and invincible. Okay, shut up, mom. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Well, but we're in warning, everybody. Welcome to Choose Your Own Book Club. Yay! Yay! So, my name is Peter. I'm a librarian. My name is Abby. I'm also a librarian. And so, we are going book by book through every Choose Your Own Adventure book. We liked these books as a kid. We did some YouTube. We were one kid. We were one kid. (laughs) We split off like an amoeba. Mm -hmm. But only one of us tells truths and the other one tells lies. One of us can only say the truth. One of us always lies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Which one am I? Oh. Well, you're pretending to have fun doing this, so I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. I, I, I think it would be you. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> so, today, we have Space and Beyond... By R.A. Montgomery. Mm-hmm. So it's written in 1980. We're in the swinging 80s. Right. It's like time and space and beyond, though. Let's. We'll get to it. We'll get there. You're just, you're never going to let it go. I will never let it go. Because it's in every book, essentially, at this point. Let's just get to general impressions. Did you have any, like, first thoughts? Because <clears throat> I got a couple <laughs> about this book. Um. Do you ever do the thing where you're reading it and you're like, then you kind of are like pass a page and you're like, what would I have to do to get here? In real life or oh, <laughs> like like in the book? like Yeah. Yeah. So you, you see like a I see party adventure. A picture or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how on God's green earth would someone make it to this page? And then I backward engineer it. Yes. I've got. This one is in particular, I, I did that a lot. Yeah, which is hard to do sometimes. But I'm like, wow, never in my life would I have made those choice combinations. <laughs> so I guess my general impression was... What, do it in sounds. Do, do your general impression in sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so no, my gen- so I want to kind of set up my general impression first right. of that. We... Talk about these books a lot like they're bad. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, all these books, Let's, they're not necessarily good, but they're not bad. I think we talk about them in a way where it's like if you were getting a work review, you know, <laughs> and like they talk about opportunities for growth, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and they're saying like, this is stuff you're bad at, but they call it like... Growth opportunities. Ways to improve. Yeah, like ways to improve. Or what what can I do to help you succeed in your goals? Like that. Mm -hmm. That's that's how I think about these. Not like bad, just like like room for improvement. For improvement. Mm -hmm. See you after class. (laughs) (laughs) Um so so anyway, I, I think that even when these books are these books aren't necessarily good. But they're always at least interesting, or they're crazy. Yeah. They go off on, like, weird tangents. Yeah, they're wild. So they're worth reading. 
they're worth discussing. I think they're worth listening to, uh, you know, sure. for, for this podcast. This book, I think this is our first really bad one. This one was beyond space. It was like, <laughs> oh, we should. Okay. So how about, well, let's go into. Let's go into everyone's favorite segment. So choose your own summary. <laughs> should we have, yeah, we should have theme music for all of the sections. That sounds like a week. It really is a lot. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. Okay. We have to do that every time. I'm not going to remember it. It'll, it'll be different every time. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I actually like it if it's different every time. You are going to uh, summarize this book in 60 seconds or less, mm-hmm. but you get to choose how you summarize it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you two options. They're both equally amazing. Oh, God. So option one. Is you have to tell it through interpret dance, ah. and I will like transcribe narrate. it, narrate right. it the best I can. Great. Or you have to do it in an old time baby voice <laughs> because oh. don't want to spoil anything. But there's old time babies oh. in this book, so you have to do it in an old time baby voice. Oh. And when I say old time baby, I don't mean like old time baby. I mean like. Old-time babies. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I want to do that one, but I'm trying to think about how my old-time baby's voice would sound. But do you need to workshop it? old, but I'm a baby? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... So, like, my old person voice is you were playing another book like this. But you got an old baby. I hate it. I hate it so much. I can't do it. Okay. Well, then I interpret dance. I guess so. Interpret. You don't have to stand up. You can just you can interpret okay. dance. And sixty seconds. You're bursting out, walking around. You're playing a trumpet, and you're really happy. And going off to stars. Huh? Thinking. What should I be doing? Go that way? Go that way. Oh, I'm gonna go everywhere. And make them. Uh oh. Something's happened. Uh oh. <laughs> Disaster. And I'm getting squished. And oh no, there's, there's T Rexes. And there's dinosaurs. I don't even know if you're there. <laughs> you're like squishing yourself? <laughs> there's so happy face, sad face. Roller coaster. This flailing arms about. Nothing. Nothingness. That's it. Okay. <laughs> that was perfect. It was very modern. It was, it was beautiful. Interpretive. So have you been doing interpretive dance for long or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you packed your leotard and your. <laughs> I know. It and was your like, ankle warmers. I didn't know where I was going to need it, but I usually bring them along. Just yeah. in case. Very nice. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should have narrated too, a little more. Sorry, guys. I I think I enjoyed it at least. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have done old time baby voice. Yeah, you're. It was so mad. So well, because this talk gets so weird so fast. So let's just get into the beginning. Okay, so yeah. you are a kid. Well, you're born 
And in three days, you're an adult. Really? Yeah. Okay, you're born on a spaceship. You reach Earth age of 18 years in three days and two hours. Is that because you're like in hyperspace? Yeah, man. You're like traveling in hyperspace, apparently. So I think to us, it's three days and two hours. But to you, it would still normally be 18. So you're 18 years old. So... All of a sudden, so yeah, you're traveling on this spaceship. It's a research ship. Yep. And since you were born in the spaceship, you have to decide what your plan of birth is. Yeah. And they give you two options. So there's Kenda. Yeah. So Kenda is three times the size of the planet Earth. There's a a giant star that uh, warms the planet, but it's ancient. It might be dying. And... uh, Sounds fun. Kenda has a history of trouble. But you can also choose another planet. You can go to Croyd. And so uh, Croyd is hard to get to because there's black holes and supernovas around it. Um, it also has a troubled past, but there's a exciting future. Right. So one, it's like, ooh, this one's like old, easy to get to. Uh, but maybe a dying. Bit of a stinker. <laughs> okay. Like not going to be very fun. Dying planet. Yikes. The other one, it's like, ooh, this one is... Uh, hard to get to. Kind of sounds like it's going to be dope. Good, exciting. Kind of, because they still make it sound like it's <laughs> trouble. There has been trouble, but it's going to be cool and lit in the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not. And so, what did you choose? Well, I chose Croyd. Ooh. And so, Croyd is your mother's planet. Mm-hmm. You, you find this out later after you choose. Yeah. And then, Kenda is your father's planet. Mm-hmm. So, they were both. Born there. Yep. And then from there, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Yeah, because if you choose Croyd, it's basically like you're going to die or end in a black hole no matter mm-hmm. And if you choose Kenda, you... Have a ton of options. <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of options. But there is, from what I can see, there's absolutely no way to get to either planet. No, you don't end up at either of them. Right. So it's all... Why set it up like this? It's so dumb. It's very dumb. I was I thought it was stupid because, yeah, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to choose Croyd. I like a bright and exciting mm-hmm. future. That's the one I chose first, too. And then um, there's an option to, like, go off right away or you can go to, like, space school. Yeah, what did you do? So I did, I did space school, of course, because I was oh trying to do it. You <laughs> dork. <laughs> I, I was, was like, I am out of here. I'm going to take... <laughs> I'm 18, <laughs> mom and dad. Right? I'm going to take my my bro, Murma, who is uh, an alien. Yeah, if you, cho- if you choose uh, Croyd, you get a little uh, alien friend. Murma. Murma, yeah. Murma. Me and Murma are like, we gone. He's <laughs> like my Chewy. I'm Han Solo. We are busting out of here, okay? We hop in our spaceship and we peace out. So we go. But we put in the wrong numbers. You <laughs> <laughs> should have gone to space school. Um, I thought, I figured that we knew what we were doing. Okay. so Because you're 18 and invincible. Okay, shut up, Mom. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't need no parents in here. So, Murma uh, is adorable. He's kind of like, what, like a frog? Kind of like a big frog. He's like kind of all mouth. And all eyes. He looks like one of those uh, little like squishy things where the eyeballs pop out when you're squeezing. Mm -hmm. So a little stress toy. Yeah. So Merva and I uh, hop in a 
thing. We punch in the wrong coordinates and we blast out. And then it's like, oh, no, we're getting sucked into a black hole immediately. (laughs) (laughs) No. And then it's like, oh, do you turn on full power and try to go through the black hole? (laughs) Through the black hole? Or do you put on your energy repulsion shields and escape the black hole? So what'd you do? Uh, What do you think I did? Just God didn't. (laughs) No. I put on my energy repulsion shields. I was like, don't give up. We got to try to like get to Croyd because that was our goal. Did you die? No. We landed in the black hole and everything was perfect there and nobody was hurt and everyone was happy. And that was the end. It's a good world. There was uh, adequate food and housing for all. Get a black hole. Yes. Okay. Now I know what happened. I didn't even need to watch Interstellar. <laughs> I just read this book. All right. Well, I went to space school. Of course you did. Because I wanted to learn. (laughs) And so, yeah, I I went to space school and I basically forgot about Croyd, the the, the mission I was on right away. I don't remember exactly what I ended up doing. Did you do that option? Because when you, I did that too. Like at one point I went back and I did that thing. Mm -hmm. You could choose to go to space school or you could choose to like look at the innate knowledge within yourself. Yes, you can learn (laughs) You can learn about the universe, or you can learn about yourself. I and if you was. learned about yourself, you could go like back in time into for the no Big Bang. So you can go to like the future, the, <laughs> the future, or you can go into like the past and hang around. With That's why I'm saying it's time and space and beyond. <laughs> Yet again, if you go into your like, if you're like, I'm gonna stay here with this knowledge geek guy mm-hmm. instead of going to space school, I'm gonna go to. I'm just going to learn with this guy on the ship mm-hmm. who's like a weird philosopher. Dude. Velociraptor. And then you become a velociraptor and mm-hmm. the T-Rex is going to eat you or something. Yes. Um, and then you're like, oh, I am going to, in my jumbly velociraptor claws, touch the time button. Mm-hmm. And then you end up going back into the Big Bang and you become like a juicy Big Bang Bit. niblet. A juicy bit. Yep. So what does it have to do with like, your little space adventure? It seems so odd I mean, that that's in there. Life was created in space. So I guess in that way. Well, I, I feel, unlike the other three books that we've read so far, <laughs> that this one actually like has a theme. And there's two themes. I know you're, you're kind of, you're giving me a face. Okay, but, Shakespeare, hit me with it. So there's actually two themes in this book. And so it's, I think it's kind of interesting to talk about, at least in that way. Uh-huh. And that the theme is, uh, first theme is, as you get older, uh, you kind of forget your dreams and you just become an adult and kind of put your nose at the grindstone. Okay. And you forget your initial passion, your dreams. Yeah. Because... Like I said, there's no way to get to those two plants you can choose from. Wow. And basically any choice you make, you basically forget that old life. That's true. And then the other theme is that war is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> there's no escaping it. You either become part of the solution or part of the problem. That's true. Because while you're searching for these plants, you run into other civilizations and they're either fighting someone else or trying to get away from someone else. And you can either help them or hurt them. And there's really no escaping it. Yeah. That's also true. Because, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm getting sucked up into a 
what alien spaceship at one point in time and then they are like oh we want you to help us stop a war and then i mean there's all these things where it's like you go on to a different planet and they're being attacked by another planet, but they don't understand what the fight was actually all about in the first place. Right, they forgot about it because they've so been long. fighting for so long. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I actually think that landing in the black hole was the best option for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just escaping from everybody. Yeah, the black hole was actually probably my best, the best choice. Option. Yeah. I think I, I've done good. Mirma and I are happy. And there's adequate housing and food in the black hole. But that makes no sense because then how do they get like, you can't like import anything. I don't know. I think it's like in the Titanic when Rose dies and then Jack is there at the top of the thing. I think we're dead. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> the food and housing is adequate. <laughs> we did. I'll never let go, Murma. I'll never let go. Murma. So there's different ways to like encounter different alien civilizations. And so there is one path where there is an alien group that is studying other beings. Beans? Other beings. Legumes. Legumes. You know, other beings. Beings. Other people. Other aliens. There, there are aliens other discovering other aliens. Okay. Yes. And so... Um, they're they're a non-violent group, but they kind of take these people against their will. Oh. Um, so and then once they're done studying them, they they let them go. And so I don't remember exactly how to get to this part because the book is a little bit all over the place. <laughs> yes. But one of the places that this group can send you to is to Earth. So yeah, you make your way to a small town. There, uh, these people are like you, but they talk really fast and. They are in a feeding frenzy and they're putting round discs into their mouths. And they are they're um they're drinking a discolored liquid. So it's clearly like hamburgers and soda. So then if you decide not to escape and try to like be with them. Yeah. Yeah, I wanna hang out with the cool girls. Um so yeah, the escape seems easy. You gag when you try to put one of the discs in the hole you have in your head. <laughs> what does that mean like clearly if you're like a humanoid person like you have a mouth like you eat things like even no, if you don't... maybe they do like different maybe they just sh maybe i shout food in my stummy hole or something your stummy hole i don't know how i eat how do i eat oh that's never discussed but if you look the same like then it should be set up a little bit yeah because now i'm very curious i didn't get to this part but how do i eat that is weird. It's very weird. Because I, I think what these books run into, the, the, the biggest problem is that they just aren't set up properly. They, which I, I guess I appreciate because they want you to get to the action right away. That's the whole point of the books. But if I'm an alien, like, you got to set that up a little bit. Like, and why am I on this journey to begin with? Also, I don't feel like, I mean, maybe these girls are really nice, but I feel like if I just walked up to them and I was like, Hello, beings. Can I sit with you and eat your disc? Well, here's the thing. What are you talking <laughs> out of that? Because if you're not eating out of your mouth, are you talking out of your mouth then too? Yeah. How am I blending in with them 
If I'm sitting there with my girls and we're having burgers <laughs> and some weirdo comes and sits down and gangs on a burger next to us, I am noticing that. That is all I am noticing. <laughs> I am calling 911 fast. Because I feel like even if like I, Peter, normal human, just a little awkward, sat next to you. Yeah. Like you would still be a little weirdo. I think if... Anyone <laughs> sat next to you and you're not expecting them. You mm-hmm. notice that. You're like, uh, can I help you? <laughs> and then they gag on a burger and you're like, uh, you okay? are you okay? And then they I'm get into perfectly. And then they get into the car with you. And you're like Well you, yeah, so then you try <laughs> to like assimilate with these group of kids basically and then the military comes and finds you for no reason and then so you can choose to like try to escape from the military or you can join the military if you join the military you basically solve all of like earth's wars but if you try to escape the military et style they capture you and they study you that makes no sense bro none of this book makes sense so what else stood out in this book for you the old babies was a real yes. moment So that I think we need to talk about. Through your journeys, <laughs> and it never really matters, like, where the journey is. Like, it never really matters how you get to a place. There's usually just, like, an event mm-hmm. that Montgomery wants you to see that's usually, like, crazy. Yeah. Like dinosaurs or old-time babies. Old-time babies. Yeah, the old time babies pop up in, like I said, a way that you would never get to them if you were to like, oh, this seems like a normal way to get somewhere. You're on, it's right from the beginning that you can get to them. You <laughs> are off to Kenda, something goes wrong, there's a nebula, and then you try to return to the mothership. You are like, oh, I'm going to wait it out. Oh, no. Now you're going to go on because you're like, okay, the nebula vanished all of a sudden. <laughs> You decide you're going to go on without the nebula. And then all of a sudden, a light island appears. Like So yeah, it's inhabited by these old-time babies. You go on and then there's these old-time babies. So yeah, they... They look like Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> See, one looks like Karl Marx. At least this, we're, we're uh, reading the re-release. Yeah. So one looks like Karl Marx. One looks like, I guess, Susan B. Anthony. And one kind of looks like uh, Granny from Tweety and Sylvester. <laughs> Big time. And you come out of your space pod and there's these little uh, time babies that transform from babies to old people in front of your eyes. And it's like a kaleidoscope of life, endlessly repeating the cycle of birth and death. So, but it also happens to you too, because like you start getting yeah. baby hands. You're like, oh no, I have baby hands. <laughs> so I kept thinking of like, just me in my spacesuit. It's like, oh, you got baby hands. I know, all of a sudden you're old. Like touching your controls. I'm a baby, I'm old, I'm a baby. So yeah, they're like, oh, don't be afraid. That happens to us here all the time, constantly. This just happens on this island. Time passes like that. We're just old time babies. But why? <laughs> and is, is this a good thing or a bad thing? We don't know. The time just goes zoom, 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 zoom here. Do you never... I mean, you age. Yeah, and but then, then you de-age. Do you forget how you to walk? button and then you re-Benjamin button. You Benjamin. Like you Benjamin Zipper. Like you... <laughs> <laughs> you Benjamin button, you Benjamin Zip. Benjamin button, Benjamin Zip. Zip, zip. 
I don't understand. Use your words, Amy. <laughs> I don't. They don't get how it works, I don't and they don't and either. I don't think you just accept. You just have to accept the fact that you belong either in the past, no, either to the past or the future. So then, why are we here? There's no present. You know, like why did Montgomery want to make this a stop? Because they, I think they hate children, <laughs> and they want them. To, <laughs> they want them to be. Worried about the world. <laughs> I these, these like a these time babies are like you can go to the future or you can go to the past, but you gotta choose, I guess. Which is dumb. Why can't I just stay there and be a time baby? Well, exactly. And then why did I have to make a choice to begin with to go to these two planets? When it didn't even matter because I can't because go to Because it's your own adventure book, Peter. <laughs> yes, but if you're not going to really give me those choices, right? then what what are we doing here? Right. I feel like we talked about this with the last Ari Montgomery book. It felt like very much like Ari Montgomery wanted us to get to Atlantis, right? That was mm-hmm. the one that Montgomery wrote. And every single time, no matter what you chose... Unless you died in the ocean somewhere else, you got to Atlantis. And there were several like different endings and things, but Atlantis was always where you got. The center. The center of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is no center to this story. But maybe that's because space has no center. Space is limitless. I would love to see their, like, do they have just like a whiteboard? <laughs> with, with all like, the endings? All of the endings. Or... How did they plot that out? I feel like the other books, Mm -hmm. they had at least kind of like true endings. And then there were some kind of endings that were just like, I just kind of thrown in there. But Mm -hmm. there were initial endings that the authors thought of. Right. And then, you know, to make it one cohesive story. Right. There were at least... In the last one, too, we talked about this. There were at least a couple thought-through endings. Right? Yes. With this one, it was like, I don't know. You're in space, and then all this, I'm just going to come up with, like, 12 to 72 different options. <laughs> and then those, and you can end up in any of those places. Right. So, well, there's, if you try to go to Croyd, yeah. I think it is, there is a, a planet of, like, shadow aliens. Yeah. And there's there. oh, okay, and then there's light aliens that are trying yeah. to kill them. You never know if either the light aliens are good mm-hmm. or bad, or the shadow aliens are good or bad. No, because they're they just fighting. Yeah, they're just fighting, and you don't know who is the aggressor and who because it's not. They're both the aggressor, I guess, and maybe that's the point. But like, like I said, this book, unlike all the others, kind of has a theme of like war is constant in the universe. Yeah. But the thing with that one, too, is that the way to end the war is to, like, literally just retreat and let them fight. Yes. And then they're like... And then they're like, oh, why are we fighting? We should stop. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible. It's so dumb. Uh, But tell me about the space circus, because that's where I want to go. Did you actually get to the space? No, I just saw it. Why did you get like a pouty face? Like, no, I didn't get to the space circus. Because it's not looking. It looks cool. The picture looks cool. It says you never get to Kenda, but you no longer care. At least I don't care that I'm not going there. Well, again, that's back to the other theme of your dreams change as as you get older. But you're like, you forget. You're like the ring master. Right. So 
when you're trying to get to Kenda, your your navigation goes out right away. Kind of like when you try to go to Croyd. Mm-hmm. It's bad from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you um, go to Kenda, mm-hmm. um, something bad happens and you have to use your radio. And so you can use your radio like right away or you can try to wait and like amplify the power. If you use your radio right away, it's just like kind of like this space convoy <laughs> that uh, answers the call. And one of them, of course, is this circus, space circus. Oh, my God. And so then it was really easy to get to that ending. Because, um, yeah, you just have to do just to make a couple choices, then boom, you're, you're in the space circus right away. And so when you're in the space circus, um, your job is to kind of tame, like, these light creatures Okay. <laughs> so yeah, and, and at least in, in the re-release, there's a picture of you with a whip and like these light creatures around you, which I think would be weird. Like it'd be like seeing an act with a bunch of like laser pointers around you. Right? Like how is it entertaining? But they look like blobs. But like, how can light be a blob? I'm so confused. About I well, I feel it'd be like little fireworks around you. Yeah. But is that what you would really want to see in a space circus? No, that's what I want to see at a Katy Perry concert. <laughs> so what was your favorite ending? Mm. Or favorite death? My favorite death. You, oh, you go first. I can't remember. <laughs> I barely ever you... died. Oh, okay. I mean, my favorite death was a non-death, I guess I would say. My favorite death was the one where if instead of... Um, Using the shield and landing in the black hole. If you punch it, Chewie, mm-hmm. and just like blast your way, like trying to get away from the black hole, it just says, um, you are never heard from again. <laughs> that was going to be mine, too. <laughs> the end. Yeah, so it's just, it's just that one sentence. <laughs> that one is great. It, it's not uh, necessarily a negative ending. Mm-hmm. You don't know that you died. You just never <laughs> heard from. Heard from. I liked that one because it's like, well, did I die? Did I live? I'm not quite sure, but I no one ever heard from me. And is that the worst thing that could happen to me? No, I just went off the grid, man. Maybe I was sick of being like in this endless cycle of war and time and space. And so I was just like, bye, Mm -hmm. boy, bye. And me and Murma just had it. And we were never heard from again. There seems to be very few options when you hang out with Murma and go to Croyd. Mm -hmm. It seems like there's only a few paths you can go on. It seems very Kenda focused. Yes. There's a lot more options if you pick Kenda. I know. And you can't, like, other, you only get to hang out with Murma that one way if you go to Croyd. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why can't he come with me to Kenda? I'm really committed to him now. <laughs> like, I picked Croyd and I was like, yay, I get Murma. He's cool. And then I'm like, okay, like, we ended up at the black hole. I'm going to go back and start it again. And then I pick Kenda and I'm like, ah. What? I don't get Murma? Does it even say why he's there? He's just like, oh, come on. I'll go with you. You'll need my help. And I'm like, oh, nice. Thanks, man. But then why doesn't he come with you to the other exactly. place? Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> you got a little angry with I it. am really <laughs> angry with it. 
Because you want a little space friend. I do. I just feel like I want I want a little alien buddy. I need a I need a sidekick. Someone to like laugh at my jokes. Someone, but that's why I'm here. Someone to like work off of, you know? Do a podcast with. Yeah, you need like a buddy. In like those tough situations and stuff when we're like, well, we're going into a black hole. There's so many jokes that you can make. And it's like way funnier <laughs> if you're like, oh, we can bounce these jokes off of each other. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, oh, I'm dying alone. Let's play that out really quick. So oh. we're going to do a black hole. Uh-huh. What, are, what are some of the jokes we make? <laughs> Holy bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cheese. Hey, that's good. That's good on multiple levels. Am I, am I supposed to... Uh, see, I'm a bad sidekick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tom, I'm really struggling to come up with something. Uh, uh, I do appreciate that you were, like, pretending to drive this big shift, though. I was driving. Mm-hmm. You're not driving. That's why we're going into a black hole. Because I trust you. <laughs> and then you got us killed. Uh, you're the one who has the flight knowledge you are on the flight crew i have no it's nice i have an 18 year old no experience i'm like a cowboy baby you should have gone to space school that's all i'm saying oh my god i'm gonna kick you out of this plane (laughs) the space plane there's a word for it we'll just be fighting the whole time rocket (laughs) (laughs) my my favorite ending was also just uh, the one you just said. It's like, <laughs> you're never heard from again. Yeah. One sense. See, <laughs> was just like, this was such a bad idea. I'm not even going to... Yeah. Like, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, just yeah. one sentence. I wish that there would be one where it doesn't even have a sentence. It just says the end up at the top. That's basically <laughs> what that was. Like, it just was <laughs> such a phone it in. Oh, I love it. So I guess another ending that stuck out, though, was, again, multiple times throughout this story, you kind of encounter other aliens and they want you to uh, kind of join their fight Mm -hmm. or you kind of have to retreat with a bunch of people. So there's one part where you get captured, I think, by the aliens and you have to kind of join whatever force. Oh, you got that one too? Awesome. Oh, so, so you joined the rocket ship force. Yeah, because you could do land force or rocket ship force. Yes. And so... And you're like, I went to space call. I know how to fly. <laughs> and you say ground forces would be difficult for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're promoted to a command rank, and you're in charge of a large uh, spacecraft with laser rocket weapons. From there on, you are in space searching out and policing alien ships. But you think to yourself, is this any kind of life forever destroying things? Maybe you'll quit. The end. <laughs> So again, it's just, I'm not sure what he's trying to get at, but... I love those lazy endings. Maybe you'll quit. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Maybe it won't. I don't know. It's just so lazy. I love it. But it's just a kind of a dismal book about, I, I think it's a dismal book about growing up, forgetting your dreams, and this kind of realizing that the world is broken. Right. It's also dismal about space, man. If you were a kid and you read this, you'd be like, I don't want to go to space no more. (laughs) I think this one was maybe the weakest in the series so far. This one, I don't even think it really had any moments that kind of like stuck out or... 
that I would like recommend that were crazy or anything? What I would recommend from this book is to read other space books. <laughs> Just read another book in general. I think these books are fun. These but books are if fun. you want to read a book about space, there are other ones. Yes. That are good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Go to your library and ask for recommendations. Got a plug. Well, yeah. thanks for listening. Uh, this was been uh, Space and Beyond. Our next book is going to be... The next book is going to be Mystery of Chimney Rock by Edward Packard. The OG. <laughs> I'm a big Packard fan because I... I, I do you remember reading this one from our last series? This, this one, one is great. This one is good. This one promise is that one. Fun. So, uh, thanks for listening to everybody. Make sure you subscribe because we release these kind of at weird random spots, just kind of like how these books give us weird random endings. Yeah. Um, and also make sure that you uh, leave a positive review and rate it on iTunes because that helps the algorithm out. And I think. By the time this comes out, we're going to have some new art mm-hmm. on for our logo. I think it's it's going to be really cool. I'm really excited about it. Same. And so, and we might be able to do some merch of it too. Word. So, uh, I look forward to that. Look forward to our next book. Look forward. Yeah, you're not looking. I was going to do a thing. Look forward to hanging out with you again. Oh, that's, that's so darky. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's embarrassing. I love it. <laughs> well, now I feel bad. I feel good. I don't believe you. <laughs> okay. So I thought we would try. I thought we'd try one more new thing. Oh. Where choose your own ending would be a new segment. So, Abby, how about give us a random ending? Or give us an ending that you think would have worked in this book. Oh, okay. An ending that would have worked in this book would have been if all of a sudden I woke up and my mom was telling me that I had to go to school because I had a big test on the solar system. (laughs) And I was actually a fourth grader in Wisconsin. And, so, and I dreamed the whole thing. And then you flunked the test because you couldn't name all these weird planets like Kenda. And- yes. And I flunked the test because I made up all of these planets from my dream. That would have been an appropriate ending because I feel like that would have fit right in. And then you're like, it was all a dream. And then Murma like stares out the window. And it's like, or was it? Wink. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then my teacher turns around and it's Murma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening today, everybody. Uh, I'm Peter. I'm a librarian. I'm Abby. I'm also a librarian. We'll see you next time, Old Town Babies. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Old Town Babies. Bye, Old Town Babies. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs>